that's Roger's old slogan. And so, but it is, it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. Um, <clears throat> I had to climb through a window this morning. Uh, <laughs> hallelujah. I was looking so, around to see if anybody's watching us. Uh, that window. <laughs> the camera sure did. <laughs> but, oh, we, uh, what a night, what a night. It was um, just the power of God fell in such a way. And um, uh, I don't, we're never going back. Um, we're never going back. And so we're going to keep moving forward and pressing forward and just seeing the glory of God come and all that God is doing in the earth right now. I'm telling you what, to see the soul saved and the life transformed and the church awakened and um, just, I mean, just the zeal, the passion, the fire of the Lord is just blown, breathing upon um, the earth right now. And it's just absolutely amazing to see in the last days greg you was talking about it he will pour his spirit out and he is truly pouring his spirit out last night we got to see i mean just a season i just started at worship and it just really started kept going and brother lance preached of course but it just the same the same kind of flow the whole night for since worship and it was just um there was no altar call where we laid hands on each other. There's no altar call where we had prayer teams laboring or anything at the end. It was just worship. It was just a group of people that come up there and laid themselves down and said, I want more of you, Jesus, and less of me. And um, I don't know all that happened because it was one of those ugly weeps um, <laughs> that your face hurt after. and. Yeah you're 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 just really happy that your face is smothered in the floor um and you're laying on your gut so that way nobody actually can see just how hard you cried uh and so uh but it's so good god is so good and his mercy and his grace is so rich but um we're just seeing the glory of god fall amen and brother greg you said y'all had an awesome service last night too so yeah and i want to say too uh i guess uh it was yesterday you all was talking, I think Hannah was talking about uh, pouring out that he can pour back into you. And I just want to say, Hannah, that really spoke to me. Good morning, Hannah, by the way. Uh, <laughs> uh, that that really spoke to me uh, yesterday because I've been in a season myself where I haven't been drifted away or, or anything like that. I just, I've just been in a state of... Uh, well, I just I just can't explain it, you know. I I just uh, just been just like I, he's he's always had a hold of me. I haven't never felt lost or whatever, but just been in, in just a different state of mind. I just I just I can't lay my finger on it. But when yesterday Hannah was talking about being uh, pouring yourself out as a drink offering, I felt like my, that 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 spoke to me. I had poured everything that I had out. And I needed to be refilled. And I had that, you know, that, that just spoke so much to me yesterday. <clears throat> and I appreciate that. And uh, and I know I come from the Lord. That's what I was looking for. And, you know, and we had our service up there. And and I could have worshipped all night long. I mean, it was just, uh, you know, just a new, He just he's just beginning to, <laughs> to fill me up again. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful for these uh it's not fun while we're in these situations, but the growth that on the other side that comes out 
whenever he does start to pour back into you and and uh and you and you just see the things that you're learning you know whenever he reveals the lesson that you're learning in those times i'm just so thankful for those and uh and and i just you know i'm thankful for you guys for uh just be, just following the lord you know and uh and just pouring out what the lord pours into you and sharing you know it pours out to all of everybody's listening and everybody around you and that's how the glory of god is spread you know and uh yeah so i don't even know what you asked me Aaron, but I just, that was just on me on my heart and uh Amen. and i could just uh, i feel i feel myself being to be filled refilled again and and i'm, I'm excited so Amen. Let's see here. All righty. Um, we want to make sure today that everybody remembers for this announcements, and I'm going to let Hannah get into the announcements just a second, but here over at the, the Remnant store here at Bethel Fellowship, um, which is where basically, you know, we, we serve the community and anything that is donated towards anything goes right back into the food. It's an amazing ministry. God's so faithful. But today they're having their summer sidewalk sale. It's the Remnant Store. And uh, it's going to be 12 to 4. It's going to be customer appreciation and everything going on today. Which We don't we don't think of them as customers. We think of them as family. And we're going to see the glory of God touch each one of their lives. So um, just continue um, to be in prayer for everything God's doing in the earth. And then also... Well, I have this one in here, so I've got to do this, and then Hannah can do the rest of them. Uh, the Christian Motorcycle Association. I have to get this paper to you, Hannah. Um, along with Bikers for Christ and Heavenly Saints are putting on a diaper run for Clarity Solutions in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, on September 30th. Sign-in is at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and kickstand is at 11.30 Eastern Standard Time at Staples in Elizabethtown. Donations of diapers, wipes, or cash is much appreciated. Amen. All right, Hannah, take us the rest of the announcements for this morning. Okay, um, so next we have the coming up on our events, Setting the Captives Free, Camp Meeting with Pastor Dwayne Kidd. Um, again, this is um, Thursday, September 14th, um, Friday, and Saturday. So it's coming up right. Well, that's actually it's today, isn't it? That's today, tomorrow, and Saturday. So, And that's 6 p.m. nightly. So um, that is in Horse Cave, Kentucky, though. Um, and it's on South Jackson Highway at the Burley Barn. And so that's the setting the captives free. I'm believing great things for this meeting. Um for anyone who's hurting, broken, um, whatever it is you're needing from the Lord, um, I believe that whoever comes and is hungry is going to be fed, and whoever's thirsty is going to be filled or refilled. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also we uh, want to just continue to spread the word about the Wilson Home Tent Services. Um, they've been really powerful and um Tasha and Christopher, they're just, they're being obedient with that, and um, I'm really thankful because I know, I know the Lord's working through it um, and touching lives, and so make sure to spread the word about that um, so that as many people can feel the glory of God and be changed by the glory of God as possible, and that they've continued to do that on Saturdays at 6.30, I believe, um, and I know for sure Sundays at 11 a.m. Uh, 
So that's super, um, just an awesome time with the body of Christ and the Lord. And then we have our Box 2 Radio Share-a-thon coming up um, the end of this month on Wednesday, September 27th, the 20, Thursday the 28th, and Friday the 29th. And that takes place from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Um, each of those days. And we'll, we will have a bunch of different guests on here. We will have different um, different topics we talk about. Just the, really the Holy Spirit um, takes over. And it, it's just an amazing time together with the body of Christ. And last, our spring share thon our, t- our theme was United for the Battle. And we, I mean... I've honestly seen that happen. Like, I think it's so cool how, like, the themes of the Sherathon are, they're not just random themes. Yep. You know, like, they're spiritually, like, what's going on. Um, and that's how, you know, that those themes were picked. Um, and I truly, ever since that Sherathon, that's that's when I kind of began here at Box 2 Radio. But I've seen the body of Christ unite since then. Not just here at Box 2 Radio, but, I mean, I have seen it with all the people who are a part of it, but I've seen it in the whole body of Christ. And I truly believe that what we do here at Box 2 Radio and on the share truly is pouring out and making a difference in the whole body of Christ. Because, I mean, it's what God's doing um, here and what he's doing everywhere is affecting everybody. It, it, <laughs> it's, it's making a bigger impact than we know. And so make sure you, you tune in to the share Make sure you um, pray and ask the Lord um what what he would have you to give whether it's your time whether it's your prayer whether it's spreading the word and telling more people about it whether it's giving a, a certain amount um because the funding for you know the radio station again most of you know this that are usual listeners but um we're completely funded by listeners and by giving and um the lord is um for oh man i can't remember the amount of years but it's been a long time been a long time it's been a lot of years that this that the lord's been providing in that way for this radio station um and not only that but we've had testimonies recently of people of actually a did you hear this one greg of a young man getting saved through box two radio uh well i've heard many testimonies of that but i didn't not this specific this one that you're talking about yeah, yeah i've yeah. heard i've yeah. heard many of those but yeah um it was just very encouraging because yep. i had never been a part of box to radio until this year yeah um and then just to hear that the, a young person because i think for a while the radio station uh, majority of our listeners i would yep. say are older listeners yep. uh, adult and older but this was a like i think 18 or 19 year old boy mm. Um, and that's young just man. really encouraging to me yep. that a young man yep. has heard about Box 2 Radio, has been listening. He said he yep. listens pretty much every morning, um, and he he got saved. Mm. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah. he was led to the Lord um, through listening. And, so, and not only that, but he said that he's praying for his whole family to be saved. And so we see that with pouring out. I mean... The Lord changed him, and now he's pouring out and wanting to, uh, wanting the Lord to change his whole family, and that's what this is all about. And um, that just is so encouraging for this radio station. That's so encouraging just for the body of Christ in general. Um, Jesus left the ninety-nine for the one. Yeah. And it, I mean, for one young man to be changed, and then him to be praying for his whole family to be changed. 
that's worth it for me. <laughs> Amen. That's worth it for me. And so, um, I'm not just saying this to like be to manipulate or anything like that. I'm just stating the facts and, um, I just, I know that the Lord's going to provide no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times, like we talked about last year, that provision comes through our hand. That provision yep. comes through the hands of believers um, and the prayers of believers. They're both important. Um, but we're well, super excited for the share And, you know, it's just like, well, that the share what got me on here on Thursday mornings. I think I stopped in here because I didn't want to call or whatever. I was right here, so I just pulled in here to share, you know, how much Box 2 has helped me grow in the Lord just, uh, you know, in the short times at, at that time, you know, when Brother Ron had that Bible Breakfast Club and, all the different things, and you know this the, this whole morning of Box Two Radio up till uh, one o'clock is is teaching and preaching the Word of God, and that's very profitable. I mean, and songs are great. You know, I don't want to take nothing away from songs because songs are great too. And uh, but the teaching and the preaching of the Word is is it's just so profitable and it's so uh you know the the preachers that that y'all have on here and uh, the teaching and everything it's just so rich and uh and yeah the lord i I think the lord really multiplies that when it goes out and uh it's it's well it's well worth supporting yeah amen i remember you coming in greg that was awesome (laughs) um i thank you you shared like a little bit of some testimony. It might have been about Box Two Radio. Yeah, but, I th- that's what it was. Um, yeah, but it was awesome. Yeah. Um, and I just—that's what I love about it—is I never knew Greg before. We would have never probably crossed paths <laughs> ever. Um, yep. But the Lord has really worked um, through him being on here and us all being on here together. And the Lord has spoken and edified. We've we've all been edified, and um, and I believe that the Lord's edified other people listening on these days. And so it's just, it's a beautiful thing. It's an awesome opportunity that we have here and that we all have, um, that all of our listeners have, because it's not just about, we're just, you know, being obedient and getting behind the mic and stepping up because the Lord led us here. But it's not about who's behind the mic. It's, it's about the family. It's about the, honestly, the listeners, yeah, and, if it was up to me, I'd just soon not anybody even know who I was and just hear what the Lord has told me. You yeah. know, I mean, that's not at all about me and 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 all about him and, yeah. and getting the word of him out there and, and helping somebody that's in need. I mean, I've been so, through so many things that the Lord has delivered me from, and I want to share that with everybody. You know, there's a lot of people, you know, you— and I just learned this yesterday about someone that, you know, they, they've always got a smile on their face, you know, and they're always cutting up. But we had a talk yesterday, and uh, there's a real struggle going on inside that you would never know from the smile that you always see. And that really opened my eyes even more. You know, we don't never know what somebody's dealing with. You know, we can't see that, but God does. God sees all that. So if God has prompted you to say something to somebody, do it. Just say it. Because even if it doesn't make sense to you or you don't understand it, if God is prompting you to say something to somebody, it's for a, it's for a purpose. That person needs to hear that. 
and it needs to hear specifically what the Lord give you to say to them because that is going to be the thing that sets them free. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's what I'm here for. Uh, and and I do appreciate, you know, when people, uh, the compliments and stuff, and I do appreciate that and all, but I want to give all the glory to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that he gets all the honor because if there's anything that, that's ever said out of my mouth, it is nothing of me. You know, unless it's garbage, because <laughs> if it's any profit that comes out of here, it's because of him. And it's because he has prompted me to say. And Amen. if, you know, and I want to make sure that he gets all the credit and all the glory and all the honor. And I'm just, uh, all I am is just a, a guitar laying over here that he has picked up, tuned, and played. If you like the music, it's because of the musician, not the guitar. Yeah. So. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, and I've been dealing with that lately, you know, because I do, I really appreciate encouragement, and I do think we need encouragement, I really do, because there's times that the enemy will beat us up and make us feel like quitting or backing down or, you know, and there's those times when, um, and I really appreciate, and listeners, you know who you are if you've encouraged me ever, and I I never forget it. Like, I'm telling you, if you've ever given me a word of encouragement, I will never forget it. I don't know. The Lord just won't let me forget things like that. Um, I I forget, like, little things that, (laughs) (laughs) like, day-to-day tasks and, like, (laughs) my keys and all those. But I do not forget. um, I do not forget words of encouragement um, or just people i don't know i i don't yep. forget what people say that really yep. sticks with me that's coming from the lord and i know it's coming from the lord um but we're i i really like that you brought up that because it all the glory does go to to god with anything we do whether it's we're on the radio whether it's you know we're leading worship we're going and witnessing to people or whatever it is you know the lord Someone might see the the good work. Someone might see that light that's shining bright, and you know, compliment it, yeah. or encourage it. But as long as we just always point the glory back to the Lord, um, I think I know that the Lord delights yeah. in what we're doing, not to bring us glory, but yeah. because we're a daughter and a son. And I, I do believe that the Lord will use people to encourage, um, because He truly does delight that His children are bringing him glory yep i do um and i i'm just thankful um i'm really thankful for all of our listeners because you all don't know how much you mean to us um (laughs) if we didn't have the support of our listeners then this really wouldn't be we would just kind of just be sitting here talking to each other i mean we'd be in the presence of god but it wouldn't be the same ripple effect as when we have listeners who are engaged and we love when you all text in um, we love when you all stop us throughout the week and talk to us about the broadcast and, um, we're just, I'm just very thankful for all of you. Um, and a lot of you I know already, <laughs> we're a small community, but there's also listeners that I've never met. I mean, Greg, there's listeners in other states. Uh, yeah. Aaron was talking about that actually have been listening through the app and one of them actually drove, made their way here Hmm. um, because they felt led by the Lord to come here. And um, that's just very humbling. And I know um, some of my, one of my sisters, um, she does hair 
um, for a living. And she has a, a lot of different clients that she sees from, yeah. you know, all over. I mean, people will just come into town, just get their hair done one time and never come back. I mean, <laughs> you never know who your clients are going to be when you're in town. But um, she said that she's been kind of, she's been sharing with people about Box 2 Radio. And she's been telling them, you know, like, this is a good and easy app to download. And you can listen to this every morning. And, um, and she said people have been downloading it. The people that are from, you know out of town and other states and so it the lord is using it as a tool yeah and i feel you know the listeners <clears throat> excuse me i don't i don't know who's listening i have no idea out there but they they hear us talking i'm sure you know you know when you listen to radio you got this certain point you can't wait to get to to hear whatever it is your favorite part of the you know whatever the program is you know and and i just want to you know i I can feel, you know, I, I just uh, feel a urgency and a responsibility to to just uh, to just pour into the to, into you guys and girls out there, you know, and to to share all that I can that the Lord has given me to give to you. I mean, that's that's the whole purpose for me to be on here. It's nothing of me and it's all of Him just to share His goodness with you. And however that looks like, it's different every day. I don't ever know what we're going to talk about till we get here, and I just let the 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 Lord lead and 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 just uh, and just go, and uh, and yeah, and again, I just uh, you know the listeners out there, I may not know your name, know who you are or whatever, but I just feel I, I just feel connected, and I don't even I don't even know if that makes sense or whatever, but it's just uh, it's just the the love of the Lord. That's that's all I can explain. Yeah. Amen. And the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I'm just very thankful. Very thankful for Box yeah. 2 Radio. Um, and that includes listeners. Box 2 Radio yeah. does not just mean the radio. It means the, listeners, the whole yeah. ministry, the listeners. Yeah, it wouldn't um, be much without listeners. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so I will just go ahead and the app is having issues right now. Um, and some of the other stations, they're working on it. Um, but not as far as I know, 91.5 is strong. The signal is strong. So, um, if you know anybody who's, you normally uses the app or, um, anything like that, you can share that with them. Um, but they're working on it. Did you say they're having issues with the app as uh -huh. well? Yeah, oh, right now the okay. app and the other stations, but ninety-one point five radio yep. station is going strong. Mm -hmm. So, um, of course, when we start talking about how good Box Two Radio <laughs> is, <laughs> yeah, God's good. He'll he'll work it all out. Oh yeah, um, he's in control. Exactly. Um, I do have another announcement here. Um, let's see. Oh well, we do have young adult group um, Monday at 6.30 here at Bethel. Um, so make your way out for that, um, young adults. And then we have, um, there's a church announcement um, in Glasgow, the Shepherd's House Church. Um, they're having a fundraiser. Um, they're having, they're selling food, selling uh, treats, like baked goods, um, cakes, pies, pumpkin rolls. Oh my God. I might have to go get a pumpkin roll if it has cream cheese. You cannot mm -hmm. find those pumpkin rolls 
anymore at Walmart with cream cheese in the middle. It's or like the cream cheese uh, icing in the middle. It's only the buttercream, and the buttercream is not as good. That sounds like a shame. It's just not I as just, good. Uh, I don't like pumpkin rolls. I'm a picky <laughs> eater anyway. So well, my sister. One, I have too many sisters. When I say my sister, I'm not talking about the same one. I'm probably talking about <laughs> one of the ten <laughs> or the eight. But she is pregnant, and she literally posted on Facebook. Can anybody tell me where to find a pumpkin roll with the cream cheese icing in the middle? She's like, I've looked everywhere and I'm having a craving. And so people are commenting like, I think the Amish might make them. (laughs) And so, um, but maybe she can go there and get it uh, at this fundraiser. And then she would be supporting a good cause. And uh, it goes towards their Christmas fund for their Africa missions. Um, And they use this money to purchase clothes, shoes, um, and other food items for the orphans and the widows in the villages of Africa. So, hey, that's what the word tells us to do is um, help the orphans and the widows. And that's what Jesus would uh, want us to do. And so that's awesome. I'm loving to see all of the different churches supporting missions and um, extending the love of Christ and the resources that we have outside of um our nation because we are very we are too blessed as a nation <laughs> I mean there's people that are hurting every day uh, or don't have the resources they need and I'm thankful um, for these churches and any way that we can support the ones who are going out and physically going um, we're sowing a seed and we're it's like we're going with them um, so again this is the Shepherd's House Church fundraiser um, Saturday September 30th at, it starts at 8 a.m. in Glasgow um, on, um, it's at the, How, by the Houchins um, IGA on um, Rogers Wells Boulevard in Glasgow, Kentucky. So, all right. Well, I think we pretty much took up our whole first 30 minutes with our um, announcements and just little testimonies, but um, that's all the announcements I have for us. Oh, Dinah. Donna Taylor says she can make a homemade pumpkin roll with cream cheese. Hey, there you go. Thank you. There's I the knew listeners I loved coming that girl. In. I knew I <laughs> That's why we like the listeners, so we can get, you know, we can say what we want, and then, you know, they, they'll they'll make it for us. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Donna, you should make that for the share I will pay you to make that for the share I will get the ingredients. All right. That, that, I'm excited for that. <laughs> I'll have to tell my sister. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for announcements, unless you have any more, um, Aaron. No. (laughs) (laughs) He's been running like crazy this morning. Yeah, I was going to say, he's not even in there. Any updates on the. He just said that. I think we got everything going at the moment. Okay. So it's been a. Let's just start from the beginning. So uh, just a little. We're going to tell on Aaron this morning. Hold so. on. Well, let me tell myself okay. because um, <laughs> Ethan got me some air tags. Well, I'm waiting for those little thingies to come in that you put on them. Yeah. So I've got them, but I haven't put them on my key ring yet because I don't have the case for it. Yeah. Well, this morning I couldn't find my keys because, oh. and I had to climb through a window. <laughs> so uh, I through the window right back here. And then you had to climb through another window to get yeah. to the door, and yeah. then it finally got over. And so, and then since then. We yeah. got it started, and Roger's here now, too, and we've been working on these technical issues, and it's just that 
stupid devil. I'm telling you what, I'm not I'm not that guy that everything's the devil. But I'm telling you, we have had so many little things lately happening. Yesterday I was in E Town and my van, which is a pretty new van actually, it's it's got forty thousand miles, just a couple years old on it, and that's it. Literally we were in front of Hobby Lobby and every light on my van lit up. Every light. Everything. Everything that could go off went off. And it just shut down and I had to pull it in the parking lot. I let it stop. I was like they wanted like three or like a lot of money. $150 and they said that's just to scan it. That was they's gonna charge me $150 to scan it. And all these things and I just look over to Josh and said, You know what? Devil ain't gonna win. Mm-hmm. Um and we just started that van up and drove. By the time we got home, no lights were on. So <laughs> There you go. And so yeah. I know that sounds small, but it's the enemy usually in all reality, the enemy don't fight with big stuff. Yeah. The enemy fights with the nitpicky stuff. And yeah. he wants to get under you and harass and I mean he'll throw the big stuff. But the big the little stuff is where he really honestly gets you at day to day. And so Yeah. And it you know, and it's like I told you all before, well I guess we gotta go to break. I don't wanna get started in what I was gonna say, but it uh yeah. Yeah, he it's 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 been a it's been a battle for me here the last little bit you know he's like he's thrown everything you know mentally and uh i mean just all kinds of dis- distractions mm-hmm. you know uh, if anything it's just distractions to keep your mind keep your focus off the lord and on these different things that you got to deal with you know yeah and that's how it works if we can slow down those things will still come but if we can still keep our focus it's it can't take her peace yeah so, Oh, he loses. All right, oh, Anna. Yeah. Uh, you got the trivia questions in here, so oh, you'll yeah, have to read it. <laughs> I do have them. I forgot that. Um, okay, Thursday question number one. What is the first miracle of Jesus mentioned in Mark? What is the first miracle of Jesus mentioned in Mark? 270-257-2689. Amen. And we want to thank the Sicilian Bank for being the sponsor and underwriter of that first trivia question every single morning, so we appreciate them very much. We'll be right back here after the break on morning. Welcome back in this morning on Mornings of Box 2 Radio on the Box 2 Radio Network. We are excited for all that God has done, is doing, and is about to do in the earth. He is truly pouring his spirit out on all flesh, and we are truly encountering God in a whole new, fresh way. His presence is so real. His glory is so tangible, and his heart to transform is incredible. Amen. Um, we also have in the area, I, I want to say this, I know we already did a lot of announcements, but uh, um, I do know that next Monday and Tuesday night, I need to confirm the times for sure, uh, Pastor Todd Smith from North Georgia Revival and Christ Fellowship there in Daltonville, um, he'll be at Church Alive in Owensboro those two nights. And so Monday and Tuesday night, he'll be up there. Um, I'm definitely going to try to go down there and see Pastor Todd either Monday or Tuesday and spend some time with him because um, with what we're encountering here, I want to make sure that I'm hearing from leaders that have been there. And and I'm um, North Georgia is honestly probably at this point, one of the longest sustained revivals this nation's ever seen. Um, And he, he was wise with it. And, um, you know, we have, we have people coming up to us all all the time after the last four nights, let's keep going. Let's keep going. I said, we are going to keep going, but, um, you know, it doesn't look like the way you sustain the glory of God is not continuing to have service. It's, it's continuing to have the prayer life mm-hmm. and it's also continuing to go. Yeah. yeah because so, the revival is you, mm-hmm. you are the one who's being revived. You yeah. can't, 
I can't have a revival for anybody else. So the revival is personal one-on-one, you and the Lord. So if you're looking for revival, it's between you and him. And regardless of what you see around you, it's it's you and him being revived, being just just refilled, should I say, or you know, filled for the or, first or filled for yeah. the first time, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're gonna can we're gonna continue, but I want to make sure that you know I was even talking to Bird Lance last night. You know, he said I'm, he said, you know, you give me the call, I'm here, yeah, like I'm here. And but I said, and me and Pastor Billy was talking about the same thing last night. Is it's not. It's not a if we continue. It's not you know. It's it's how do we continue? Yeah. Um, because we don't want to do it the right way. We yeah. don't want. I don't want Aaron's way. I don't want Billy's way. I don't want Lance's way. I don't want nobody's. Way. I want his way. Yeah. And just because something appears to be good doesn't mean it's the godly way. So that's our heartbeat right now. Is God give us wisdom how to move forward with this? Because honestly, the the most beautiful thing is um, just how many churches were there and how much unity and how much. Um, it was just the body and over the last four nights, it was the body coming together and hundreds of people probably being in there. I don't know how many people was there each night. It was a lot. Um, and just worshiping the King of Kings and you didn't care what name was over your church. You didn't care. We, we had Baptist Methodist. I don't know, but well, we, I know we had some, we had a lot of different people. (laughs) We had, um, I, I told him just give me the weirdo shirt. Um, and so, you know, it's just, it was, it's a beautiful thing. So, um, you know, we're going to continue to go Yeah, and we're going to get right now. We're continuing to pray because prayer and that, not just the, the private prayer closet, the corporate prayer closet, all these things are things we're going to keep pushing in because that's really where the glory of God is found. Yeah. I mean, we, the, he, how else can we experience God if we don't communicate with God? Yeah. Prayer, whether prayer be worship, whether it be uh, just praying, just, uh, you know, whatever, pleading your, your case or what have you, you know, communication yeah. with our Father. Th- this, is, this is it. You know, that's what it's all about is being, I want to walk hand in hand with him well if i'm going to walk hand in hand with him i've got to be in direct communication with him mm-hmm. and the only way i can do that i have to deny myself and follow him mm-hmm. you know we have to lay down our selfish things our selfish desires our our selfish wants all these things and put him first yeah. and just seek him and be real you know when these things come when these battles these trials come call them out you know say and confess them in you you know uh, i mean when this thought comes in your head, you know, like uh, this is, I'm just going to give part of my, what I was battling with uh, this past few weeks. So I'll be praying and these things will come into my mind while I'm praying. And I could, it was, it was trying to rob my focus and I would just, I would call them out right then. I'd say, you know, whatever that was, I would confess it to the Lord and say, you see this, you know. And did it go away? No, but I just kept doing it. I kept doing it. I kept doing it. And I just kept staying faithful to God regardless of all the things that come coming across my mind and all of the different uh, deals I had to deal with and, and these battles and, and just, you know, among all the storm. Keep Jesus in your center focus. You remember, I don't know if it was last week or whatever, I told you I was under the water, but he had a hold of my arm. <laughs> you know, that's where I was at because my focus was still on him, even though I was in the middle of the storm and I was having trouble focusing and concentrating on him. 
And, you know, I, I just felt like I couldn't get to his side the way that I like to be. I like to be, you know, walking hand in hand with him. If I, you know, if, but it was just a season that I was going through. And I, it's a learning process for all of us when we're going through these things. God's trying to take us deeper. He's trying to get us even farther. He, and he wants to use it to yeah. help other people. Someone that prayed with me, I think it was at Wilson Home, uh, was saying, "Honey, what is the what is the testimony without the test? How will you have a testimony without being tested?" Yep. And uh, that really stuck with me. And I've heard that a few other times, but it's different whenever it's you yep. know personal to you. Um, I wanted to say two things. First, first, I think it was Sunday morning, uh, Pastor Aaron. I really. Um, I really got a lot from that message about prayer. That that was your Sunday morning message, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and how it's communication and literally what we're talking about right now. Yeah. But, um, just the different types and ways. And, like, I think you mentioned, like, even, like, com- being in communication with God can even be when we are, um, like, talking to other believers when we're actually in the spirit. Not when we're just talking about, yeah. like, like stupid stuff but yeah. like when we're you know having an edifying conversation mm-hmm. um and then just other ways i just had never thought about prayer like that before because it's just we i think it has been kind of taught wrong and kind of i don't know limited i guess prayer has been very limited um but it really is communion and communication and even worship can be prayer um mm-hmm. and so all of that that you talked about was very very helpful for me um, very edifying for me, but I wanted to give a little testimony of, um, I, I wasn't able to talk to brother Lance this time, which I really wanted to catch him before he left just to thank him and, um, honor him and, you know, just kind of encourage him. But, um, I did get a chance to talk to his brother, Mark, Mm -hmm. and, um, I, I went up to him and I just basically thanked him for his, um, his testimony I said I know your brother told your testimony for you it wasn't you telling (laughs) your testimony but um I said I was just telling him how much that impacted me and I know it impacted a lot of other people um and if you want to hear that full testimony you can go on the app and it, it it's on um night two I believe of the harvest crusade towards the end of the recording um but basically he had such a love for um for his brother Lance that he literally, I mean, he prayed and prayed and kept witnessing to him and and was so persistent. I don't know how long, I can't remember, but um, he literally, one night when he, he was desperate for God to save him because Lance was in such a bad place when he was still a sinner, um, he prayed, Lord, you can take my salvation from me if you will save my brother. Mm-hmm. Wow. If you take my salvation from me, if it means you will save my brother right now. Mm. And I that just wrecked wow. me. I mean, it, it just wrecked mm. me because that love. And I mean, it just reminds me of the verse, greater love uh, that no man has than this, than one that will lay down their life for their brother. And that is laying, I mean, you to lay down your salvation is to lay down your life. Everything, your eternal life. Um, I mean, that's. And obviously, like, I don't, I don't believe that God would have done that, but just the heart behind it, just his love, like that love, it just, who, it just wrecked me that night. And I just told him, I was like, um, brother Mark, I I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for what you did for your brother, because 
through that testimony, that is encouraging me and really changing me um, because I have family members that um, I've been praying for for a really long time, and it's easy to grow weary um, and want to just, you know, give up or not give up but kind of back down a little bit and not be as persistent but he had a tear streaming down his face and he just said he said sister don't don't quit he said i i know so sometimes it doesn't seem like anything's changing but he said the best thing you can do is keep on and i i wish i could remember how he said it he said like a bird dog i don't know what a bird you don't know what a bird dog is. Mm-hmm. he said like a bird dog with its nose to the ground yep. or something yeah, they. Um, he said that's the best way I, I can explain it. Just he said, just keep on pressing in and and staying persistent because it's worth it. And they're worth it. Yeah, and what a bird dog's doing just to help you with the this. <laughs> your, I know how you like to have the visual. So when they don't find no birds, they're constantly running with their nose to the ground, looking, searching, looking, searching. They don't give up until they find a bird or until you call them back. So he's saying, just keep pressing on. Don't stop. Don't stop what you're doing. Don't stop praying and witnessing and yeah. seeking. Yeah. That's what he means by bird dog. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that helps yeah. <laughs> because that's yeah. what they really did. I mean, yeah. he said nose to the ground, so I kind of was yeah. picking it up a little bit. But but that's how they do. They they just go go go, and that's what he's telling you to do. That's how he done with his brother. And I just wow, that what a powerful testimony that is, man. And I feel like he's like I just could feel the the humility off of him too like I don't know I'm so glad that I was able to talk to him because I just could see the love in his eyes I mean just tear streaming down his face as he was saying that Um, and that's his brother you know like that's your that's a brother Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that he has that same love for I mean he wouldn't have been here Lance wouldn't have been here for it on the road as long as they are and pouring their self out like a drink offering if they didn't have that same compassion for other sinners as well and yep. other um, souls that are broken. And I don't know. It just really touched me um, and was very encouraging. Oh, and the other part of that before I let somebody else <laughs> take the mic, um, <laughs> he, when he had a tear streaming down his face, he said, you don't, you don't understand how refreshing it has been for me to be here at this church. He said, I feel so welcomed by this body. I feel, or the, it, well, it wasn't just Bethel, it was yeah. multiple bodies, yeah, but yeah. I feel so welcomed by this group of people. Um, and he said, honestly, with being on the road so much and pouring ourselves out, he said, I, I was so tired and, and weary. And um, he said, but being here and the Lord, the Lord's presence that is here right now was exactly what we needed. And he said, and now I, I feel so full. He said, I, I feel, uh, I wish I could remember the exact words that he said, but he basically said he is blessed from being here and yeah. like that it was all worth it, that the Lord has filled his cup, has filled him up through the presence of God that's here. Um, and he just said, it's not something that we see we don't see this very much he he said at their church that they um the presence is strong and he's thankful for that at their home church yeah um and that helps because yeah. they miss their church and they want to be back with their local body but he said he was just so thankful for the people here and he said we 
we will definitely be back. Everybody I talked to said we will definitely be back at some point. I don't know when <laughs> they'll be back, but um, that was just, it was all very encouraging. And it just reminded me that when you're doing God's work and like Lance says, when you're building his kingdom, no matter what that looks like, when you're being obedient to the Lord and building the kingdom of God, he will build you. He'll take care of your home. He'll take care, well, for them in their instance, their home church yeah. and their homes and their families. Um, but also the Lord will fill you up in the process as you're pouring yourself out and refresh you. And um, it was just, it was just a great conversation and that it was just all very edifying. So, Amen. You know, when Jesus sent them out, you know, he said, don't take nothing with you. Just go. You know, don't take no provision. Just go. And, uh, <clears throat> and that's, you know, it's go in the faith that the Lord is going to provide, you know, and that's, that's all it is, is it comes down to and everything. We have to believe yeah. that he is who he is and he does what he says. Yeah. I mean, and of course that's, that's simple to say, but it takes a, it's a progress, a process of learning, you know, to get, to build and to grow because, mm-hmm. uh, you can't have a testimony without a test yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and the tests sometimes are hard. And uh, one thing about a test is the guy who's teaching doesn't talk. Think about that. When you're taking a test, the teacher don't talk. It's all between you and the test to see what you've learned. That's why when we're in a test, it seems like our father is quiet. It's like, where are you at, Lord? Where are you? Where are you? Well, you're in a test. I can't, you know, we we ought to be silent in a test. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? So, and he wants to... He wants to, he's always there. The teacher's always there, you know, and, uh, but when you're being, when you're, when you're taking a test, you don't get to ask the teacher questions because it's a test to test what you've learned. And, uh, they're not fun sometimes. So, (laughs) but they're all for your good. Amen. All right. Well, we do want to be here, um, if anybody has any Bible Q&A, any dialogue that people do have, yeah. um, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to um, you know, answer your Bible question. We've been hearing so many incredible testimonies lately yeah. of um, people. Even last night, we have this incredible family that's been um, coming to church here at Bethel Fellowship. And me and Miss Gretchen was talking to them. And um, she was shocked I could pronounce their last name right. Um, because, Hannah, was you the one who helped me practice? Heather or somebody? Um, somebody help me practice their last name because um, <laughs> they were like, you pre- you actually pronounce it right. And I said, yes. Um, and so um, we're, 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 we, uh, but they was talking like, you know, he's asking them how they kind of ended up here because I knew they was VBS, but I didn't know it, but they were talking about, well, we've been listening to the radio station a long time before we came to VBS. Oh, okay. you're talking about that family? Yeah. No, I, I mess up that name yeah. every time I say it. Uh, it had to be Heather. And so, <laughs> yeah. um, and, and so we, you know, unless a family gives us permission to use their name on the radio, yeah. we usually don't. And right. so, um, but it's just, you know, they were talking about how they listened to box to radio way before that. And then we've heard from people lately, you know, the young man we talked about with, you know, um, just got born again, listening to box two radio just yeah. recently. So it's just an incredible thing what God's doing. Um, and I know that we've been having some technical difficulties and I know we've had some other things, but just, um, just pray for us, pray God would give us the strength, the wisdom, the knowledge, whatever it takes to move forward. And, um, we want to keep pressing forward in all areas in Highsville in 
Owensboro in the the local area and on our app and everything like that. But um, this thing works better when the family gets together and gets involved. And so I've got a silly question. Yes, sir. And uh, this comes from when I used to uh, when I listen, you know, it's before I come on. You used to have a co-host and uh, I don't know if it's Hannah or what, but she raised chickens. And, oh, yeah, Miss Chrissy. Okay, well, so she raised chickens, and she talked about that. that not definitely not Hannah. She's over Hannah there doing eats chicken, but that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> well, anyway, she was talking about how the Lord revealed things to her, you know, through the chickens and and different things, you know, and it's just those testimonies like that that just stand out, you know, that that comes from the radio, you know, and and I guess I'm I'm giving another shout for the shareathon or whatever, but it's this, you know. This is the body of Christ. You know, how uh, we are to share. We are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. So the light that shines in the darkness, if we don't speak, our light doesn't shine. And if we don't share, then our salt does not preserve. You know, Mm -hmm. preserve his word, preserve his uh, testimonies. Because, you know, all these things, just like we are the Ark of the Covenant. You know, we are washed in the blood and and he has placed his testimony inside of us so that we can carry it in a certain way and show it to the world. And I don't know, I just all these little things that just, you know, and for whatever reason, Hannah, I guess I thought that was you that raised chickens. But I mean, I was just on my mind. It's like, is she the one who raised chickens? I don't know. But I was just I had to get that off my chest. It was just killing me. But definitely not Hannah raising chickens. Yeah, but I just, you know, just but just those little things, you know, who would have thought raising chickens? But those I remember her talking about it and bringing light in these situations, you know, and it just spoke to me that way. And uh, about chicken and eggs, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. It's it's. God is good, and He's in control, and He knows what what you need to hear, and what silly word that you have to hear that open up whatever it is that's got you bound down or what have you, you know. And that's true. Yeah. Aaron uh, got a prophetic word about a chicken or something, a hen once. <laughs> they probably had something to do with food. No, no, it actually didn't. It was uh, for somebody else about like their calling, like okay. How, what was it, like the hen gathering the chicks? Oh, yeah. Like that? Yeah. And gathering people. Yep. Uh, yep. And, uh, but, Under her wings? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it was actually very memorable, but I will say a very hard a test that I went through was when a chicken back at the ranch tried to get in my car. <laughs> <laughs> literally tried to get in my car. It was in my car, and I was like, get out. I was yelling at it. So, yeah, I'm not the chicken lady. Do you speak chicken? I like to eat chicken. I don't like to speak chicken or chase chicken out of my car. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> or clean their poop off wish, the porch. I, yeah. I kind of wish I could have saw that. Um, yeah, that would be good. Well, we have our second trivia question for this morning. Uh, Thursday question number two, sponsored by Higdon Land Survey. And who was a prophetess and judge of Israel? Who was a prophetess and judge of Israel? Nope. We will be right back here after the break on Mornings of Box. We'll be right back here after the break on Mornings of Box 2 Radio on the Box 2 Radio Network. Well, good morning for those who are just joining us. And for those who are having to leave at 8 o'clock, we're praying you have a terrific day. 
We do have an answer for the trivia question. Brother Dwayne Kidd, who is on campus this morning, spraying for bugs for us. He is here, and he called in, and he got it right as Deborah, Judges 4-4. She was a prophetess and a judge of Israel. And so um, congratulations for getting your name in for that drawing, Brother Pastor Dwayne Kidd. And, um, just Wait, that's Pastor Dwayne Kidd? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Pastor that's Dwayne him. Yeah. I didn't know that all yeah. this time. Yeah, no. That's him. That's the what? Pastor Dwayne Kid, <laughs> the one and only. And so, um, we we love Pastor Dwayne Kid here. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. So, um, yeah. just a great man of God. We yeah. really honor and appreciate him for all that he does for the kingdom of God. Yeah. And I asked I him like, if he's ready to start tonight. He said, "Oh yeah, yeah." I like hearing him. Uh, you know, his. I like. That's another one on this show or on this uh, uh, radio that I like to hear is, is him. You know, he really lays it down. And uh, and he don't mince words, you know. I mean, that's that's my kind of preaching right there. Just lay it out there, lay it on me, you know. Tell mm-hmm. me. So, yeah, uh, he does a great job. He, great preaching. Y'all straighten great your preacher. halos up, he says. Yeah, <laughs> y'all straighten your halos yeah. up out there. I say a lot. <laughs> I'll ask a question, and nobody answers, or nobody raise their hand, even though it's one of those you yeah. should. And I'll be like, I forgot everybody's Jesus' third cousin in here. Everybody's yeah. good. Yeah. Um, but except yeah. me, I'll raise my own hand to it. I, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. and so, um, but yeah, straighten yeah. them halos. Um, I am so excited, though. I'm, I'm really excited next week and um, about starting the book of Hebrews. It's yeah. going to be very, very much, uh, I th- I'm hopeful that it's going to be edifying, not just for you guys, but yeah. honestly, I'm thinking that I know it's going to be edifying for me. I've always wanted to do a, a deep dive into Hebrews. I yeah. haven't had the opportunity to yet. And so this will be my first personal deep dive into Hebrews. So, so it's I'm a win-win. Well, yeah. uh, um, I'll just jump in there with you then. Yeah. So. It's going to be exciting. Uh, yeah. One of these days, I guess I'll have to do a deep dive into Isaiah to find. I don't know what it is. My the Lord has always took me to the book of Isaiah. Yeah. And I just like I know that one day I'm going to do it. Like just tackle it. Not like if I read well, through it and stuff. Read around yeah, Isaiah. Course, yeah. The, see, there's there's a lot of prophecy in Isaiah, and a sure. lot of this, a lot of this uh, end time, you know, uh, is quotes from Isaiah. So there's yeah, it's good. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The Lord took me to Isaiah 41 um, the other day, and it was very edifying for me. What would you come up with in Isaiah 41? Um, Well, he was just speaking to me about, I'm pretty sure it was Isaiah 41. I'm bad with my addresses sometimes. Yeah, I am too. Um, I was praying about um, just... kind of like what you were talking about earlier like spiritual attack and things like that and we know we don't wrestle against flesh and blood but powers uh, and and principalities and things of that sort and so I I had been noticing the spiritual attacks even just in my personal uh, life throughout or personal walk in my mind throughout this harvest crusade which makes sense the Lord's moving in a big way and enemies fighting against it but um it was just a reminder from the Lord um, that he is like, he is in control. He, he um, created everything. Like it was just a reminder of who he is. Like really in this chapter, he's just reiterating who he is. It, he is. is it 45 or 41? 41. Um, fear not for I'm with you. Um, 
and it talks about he, like he will re- he's talking to Israel but mm-hmm. um, well he's talking to us yeah. It, yeah the context is talking to Israel yeah. but that he will renew their strength and basically talking about their enemies um, that all of their enemies verse 18 if I'm in the right spot nope 41 11 yeah. is where I'm at or 41 10 yeah. fear not for I'm with you be not dismayed for I'm your God I will strengthen you I will help you I will uphold you with my righteous right hand mm. and that's the part that made me find this verse is because when, as I was praying I heard in my spirit I will uphold you with my right my right hand and so I knew that was I thought it was in Isaiah so yeah. I just started to look through and it was um, and then, behold, all who are incensed against you shall be put to shame and confounded. Those who strive against you shall be as nothing and shall perish. You shall seek those who contend with you, but you shall not find them. Those who war against you shall be as nothing at all. For mm. I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not, I am the one who helps you. So it was just a reiterating of yeah. who he is, that he is the one that's there with, with me and with us. He... It, he has the final say against all the darkness yep. that's surrounding us, and he will not leave me to yep. draw. He will not leave us to draw. And as long as we are walking with him, nothing will, nothing can truly come against. Touch and that not even those goes, that have the seal of God in their forehead, what it says in Revelation. Yeah. I mean, there's so many verses that yep. I, I didn't even look at cross-references, but there's so many verses um, well, you know, that this, can relate to that. And it all goes to... <laughs> He is our strength. He is our provider. He is our protector. All of our faith and dependence has to be on him. If we yeah. put our faith and dependence on anything other than him, it is hay and stubble. Yeah. Or is that, did I say that's right? That's just, uh, it'll be burned up to nothing. And, uh, yeah, so. Yeah. It was just a really great reminder also that, that like, He's got you. He's he's got me. He's got us. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we can't do anything in our own strength anyway. So let's let him uphold us with yeah. his right hand. Yeah. Well, I t- uh, I tell you it back. Well, I've done stuff in my own strength, and usually what it does is make a mess. Yeah. <laughs> um, brother Fr- brother Philip Trent is on the air with us for oh. a second. All right, you ready? He wanted to ha- chime in on this. All yeah, right, brother Fr- Good morning, y'all. You there? Uh-huh. All right. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yes, yes sir. sir. All right. Well, I, I agree with the assessment, uh, but I have to put a but in there. <laughs> uh, fear not, you know, for I am with thee, and uh, no doubt he is with us. But you back over to chapter 40 and verse 31, there's a but. Uh, there's something for us to do. Yes. I mean, when we make the comment, the generic comment that God is in control, really, if he's in control, why are we working so hard to do what? Take him out of control? No, no, no. He's not in control. He's not in control when the radio's off the air. Uh, it, we're trying to gain control because we lost control. And it's so there's there's times that I know God is in the ultimate control of the universe, but he's not controlled of abortions. He's not controlled the rapist. He's not controlled the murderer. And the generic, the generic comment of God is in control leaves people's mind spinning. If he's in control, why'd my baby die? If he's in control, why's my body being tormented with this disease? Well, he's not in control of that. We're trying to gain control back because 
we lost control. Is, that, is all that coming through your <laughs> on the radio station? Yeah, we hear you. We hear you. I, never, I, I, I mean, all this them sound like people dialing. Yeah, I hear the yeah. somebody dialing too. <laughs> yeah, it's coming through. We hear you in the dials, but we're trying to focus on the main thing here, okay. which what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I agree with the comment that God is in control. If he wasn't, the whole thing would collapse Yeah. as far as the universe goes. But there are all kinds of situations that God is not in control of. I mean, he's not in control of the lost person. That's why we're to go into all the world and preach the gospel and try to get the person to allow God to come into control. Because if the person won't allow it, although Jesus has done that for him, he's already given salvation to him, but if the person won't receive it, he'll die and go to hell. And that ain't God's. That God's not in control of that. Am I off base here? Or well, here's here's my look at this, and this is the way I look at this. God's word, he's 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 laid it all out before us. If you take this path, this is what's going to happen to you. If you take well, that path, this is what's going to take. And he says, if you take this path, and there's only one way, and that's Jesus Christ. But he's laid out all the other paths. You know, he's laid them out there. And if you follow those paths, he tells you what's going to happen to you in these paths. And these people that follow these other paths, yeah, I'm with you. He's not not telling them to do that thing. But because he's laid out the path, if he didn't lay the path out, there wouldn't be no path to take. So you think that God laid out the path of of tragedy and disaster and all the people that got swept away with the flood and all the people that got burnt up in Hawaii. You think God laid that path out? That's, uh, he, he I'm not God. Out. I don't know. I'm not God. Uh, you know, well, that's, I'm that's, not either. Yeah, but I, I yeah. My God didn't do that. Now, I don't know if somebody else's God did. Yeah. But my God did not do that. My God is trying to prevent that. He's trying to give us wisdom and knowledge about yeah. things to, uh, and, and medical science and all kind of things to stop what the devil's doing. We, we, got, a, we got a formidable enemy, and it's Satan. The, the devil is trying to kill, steal, and destroy, and God is not laying out the pathway for that. The devil's doing all that. I mean, I, I hate to butt heads, but my goodness, that's a big issue. Yeah. If I think if I think God's doing that, then why in the world would I interrupt? I don't. Uh, I don't. Like I said, I don't think that I said God has just provided the path, and and then it it it's who we are serving. It's who you're serving is what is causing you to do the things. Who you yield your members to, the servants you are. So you yield oh, your, your you yield your members to the devil. You're going to do the devil's work. You do. You, and you I yield. Are serving God every day, brother yeah. Aaron's serving God every yeah. day. Roger's serving God every day, and the yeah. devil's still trying to destroy the radio stations. Yeah, and that's he's uh, trying to take them offline, and it's not a thing. Or Aaron chose the wrong thing, or yeah. Roger chose the wrong thing, or I did. But yeah. the devil is trying his best to interrupt to take take it out just like job you know he can only do what the lord allows him to do you know he come in there and said hey job what you allow what we allow if you allow the devil to he'll he'll destroy you it it, 
Exactly. Who you yield your servants and members to, the servants you obey. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Then whatsoever you disallow is disallowed. Whatsoever you allow is allowed. Yep. And, I mean, we're to look into heaven, and what is it like in heaven, and pray that it be on earth as it is in heaven. And then how's that going to happen? Well, by the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we have to take that power and come against the works of the devil. Amen. And I agree. Bind and, and, I mean, it's a big deal. But, man, I just don't want people to think in any capacity that God is in control or has anything to do with the stuff that the devil's doing. Him yeah. and the devil are not cooperating. There is not any cooperation between God and the devil. Just none. And I, that's the way I see it, and I don't know. I, 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 if I'm wrong, I'd love to know the truth. Uh, but I just I just hate to think that and tell some young person that's, I mean, I've got prayer requests on my phone this morning uh, of, of, of a child, a baby, that's been rushed to Louisville with this horrible prognosis. Mm-hmm. And God's not in control of that in any issue, in any control. But anyhow, I love I love you, love everybody, and want uh, God's best to be done, that's for sure. So can I ask and, you a question for you all, Philip, uh, Brother Philip? Sure. Because um, yeah. let's, let's tap into this a little bit more, because I've kind of stayed quiet on this whole issue. And um, honestly, I've been working on technical issues all morning, so I've kind of been <laughs> in and out of the whole conversation. I understand that. Uh, jazz was <laughs> on this morning at 4.45. I said, oh, Lord, we got that jazz station back. Um, <laughs> it's... So, if we look at this, how would you define? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna work through my brain with all this, because um, I was honestly missing some of the conversation. So, how do we define God's sovereignty? God's sovereignty is He set into motion the power of choice, uh-huh. and when in the power of choice, He allows us to make decisions that. Um, can can cause all kind of havoc. Yeah, uh, I understand that he yeah. breaks through sometimes. It seems like that, just like when he troubled the water in the first one, he and got healed. Well, you know why? Why wasn't the first five it got in or the first ten? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know that don't make any sense to me. Yeah. But that's a sovereign, sovereign act of God, and I can't. I have nothing to yeah. do. Because that, except try to be the first one in. Yeah, because I'm with you. I I completely agree with the premise that God's not causing abortion. Um, I got to talk to a lady yesterday, and um, you know what I've been doing a lot lately is I've been trying to readjust how I connect with people, like the ones that I don't know, the the lost, the harvest. I've been trying to figure out. So I usually been starting with how can I pray with you, and and so I was at a restaurant yesterday, and I just looked over at them and I said, hey. I want to know how us at this table can pray for you. And this young lady, she sits down. Well, she doesn't sit down. She comes up and she kind of walks close to me. And she says, just pray for my family. Just pray for my family. And I said, well, mm-hmm. is there anything specific I can pray with you? And and she started to share about her miscarriage she had a few months ago of twins. Mm-hmm. And me and my wife just walked through it ourselves. And so we understand the significance and the weightiness sure. of, and, the, and what sure. God does. And, and she's trying to hold it together. I can tell that it is. And we just start to minister mm-hmm. to her. And I start to minister with that. And we start to talk about that. So, like, in my, I know that, that God didn't, like, like, kill the baby. 
All right. Right. I, I understand. And even in my own life. And so, but also, like, there is a level. And tell me if you would agree with this or not, though, because this is where we're, I think, the. I don't think God ever did it, but there had to be an allowance. Because if God wanted to step in and stop anything he can, he's God. Yeah. So would you agree with that or disagree? I have to really, 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 really contemplate my answer here. Yeah. There's so much stuff that uh, because we we are not walking where we're supposed to, that happens. And I'm not going to accuse, I mean, my wife and I have a, a miscarriage also. And, 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 you know, I believe that I'll meet that baby in heaven. I believe sure. I'll yep. see that. The word says so. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I don't know how to answer those questions. There's questions that's unanswerable. Yep. Yeah. But when we say God allowed it, that, that, that is, I mean, when I, when I tell a, child, a young lady that just lost her 18-month-old baby, they'll say, well, you know, God allowed it. I mean... <laughs> I'm not putting what the blame on you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, and I heard a person say, are you going to tell me the devil took my child? Yeah. I said, well, are you going to tell me that God took my child? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. God yeah. is not in that. God yeah. is not in that business. I mean, yeah. it's just tough. Those are, when we go to those questions, that that's almost impossible to come up with an answer. Yeah. It's like the, just like the one was born blind. Well, was that baby born blind so Jesus could be glorified in healing it? Thunder, no. No. And he said, who sinned here, the the child or the parent? Nobody sinned. Well, I mean, you could take the Bible and say, that's a lie because we all sin. Mm -hmm. No, you got to get in the context of what he's saying. This baby was born blind, but for the glory of God, let's get some sight back into this baby. But I don't believe the baby was born blind so Jesus could heal it and be glorified in it. I mean, yeah. God didn't have anything to do with that. The devil, is, that's the devil's business. And yeah. I mean, here's, here's, here's another take. This world right here is temporary at best. It's a vapor. And bad things happen down here, you know. Uh, know and without question, we know that, you know. But this is not the final, and uh, right. this, uh, you know, ours is yet to come, mm-hmm. and and this is uh, I'm going to try to explain it to my best understanding. If there's no darkness, how then can you appreciate the light? If there's no evil, how can there be love? If there's, if you, uh, you know, and I, I want to be very delicate when I say this because I don't want to. We won't appreciate the light. Yeah, I I would probably, I would probably not see it that way either because I think then, I don't think it takes darkness to appreciate light because light stands alone. Uh, Well. All darkness is is the absence of light. Exactly, yeah. And and, and what I'm, uh, what my point of it is, is that it takes, it, it takes if the light was always shining, mm-hmm. that uh, you know, if, if then why did Jesus have to come and be the light of the world? You see what I'm saying? Well, but so what? Yeah. I mean, I get like yeah. So what? I, what my yeah. point is this: you know, bad things happen. That does. I'm not saying that God makes bad things happen. I'm saying that God has laid it all out. 
from the foundations of the earth that if yeah. you take this road, these are the consequences. And it's all in the word here. If you do this, this is going to happen to you. And people, they choose to take that road. And then when they choose to take that road, bad things happen. Now, other things, just, just out of our mind, like losing a baby, I, I have no idea. You know what I'm saying? I have no, I, nobody can explain that. Nobody has an answer for that. I don't, you know, that's, that's, that's awful. Uh, I, I can't, you know, I, I, I just, because I have not experienced it, I can't, I really can't speak on the subject. But in my mind, I, that would be, that would be really hard for me, you know. And uh, I, when your uh, friend called you at four o'clock in the morning and says, Papa, I'm sitting on the commode holding my five month old dead baby in my hands. What do I do? I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. You know, I know that God didn't cause that. I know he didn't have me do that. But I don't get into that technological. Yeah, I don't. uh, You know, I just say, well, sweetheart, know this, that God has received this child. Yes. And you see this child in complete health some of these days. There's things we don't understand. And that's the part of the control that I like to look at because he has that baby in his hand. And that baby may not be here now with us. He just put that baby in her belly so she could give birth to a five-month-old dead baby. No, that's just not it. I mean, come on, that's just not it. But he's there to pick up the pieces. I mean, when somebody somebody comes in and takes somebody's life, God didn't take that person's life. God received that that person. The devil come to kill, steal, and destroy him. Yep. They're not in partnership at all, but God's going to win out. I mean, there ain't no doubt about that. I yep. believe that's all hard if you're, but just like, you know, when you said, uh, you know, read the scripture, there, fear they are not, for I am with thee, I be not dismayed. And I preached on that message, no telling how many times, because that's a great one, no doubt about it. But there's still choices that men have to make. I mean, when it says fear not, we got to know there's things that you do to resist fear. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, God and is. And it's that but. It says, like you, you first mentioned, but they yeah. that wait upon but the Lord. There. That's it. That's you have to wait upon the Lord. So you have you to, no matter what you see, no matter what's going on, you have to trust the Lord. Is that what he's yeah. saying my there? Whole, my whole yeah. point of the call was this. God's in control. Yeah. That's a, but be careful with that answer. And I, I mean, I love everybody. Yeah. But that's, that's just such a generic answer. Uh Let's walk in the spirit, and let's live in the spirit. Let's walk in love, and let's let's let let's let allow God to have control of every inch of our lives. I don't want the devil to control one part of me, yeah. no part of me. Yeah. And, Amen. And I don't think I have to let him do it. I just don't think God has planned a day for me to just live under the devil's thumb. He tells me Jesus didn't. Yep. I mean, the devil come after him and had nothing. He put him in his place. Yeah. Nothing in him. He just he couldn't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's the way God wants it to be heaven on earth and there won't be no devil if there is. <laughs> He'll have to be gone somewhere. And, well he's gonna be bound. He's gonna I don't be mean to yeah. take up too much of your time. I just uh, it's just a it's a huge subject and there's always a lot of buts. You yeah. know. There's, yeah, there's a lot of buts. As uh, as as careful about them. As well, careful well, I mean as careful as you're being about yeah. You know, making God responsible for all these things. Because even when me right. and my wife lost our baby, 
there was never an instant I was like God took our baby, but I there no, was a peace knowing that ultimately God is sovereign. Yeah. And that I stick to Romans eight twenty eight. He's getting ready to work all things together for my good. That yeah. what the enemy meant for evil, he's gonna turn around for my good because the enemy cannot trump God. And I know God's yeah. fighting for me. And I wanna be careful also not to look at the young lady who just lost a kid. Yep. And say because you're in sin, your baby died. Bro, I would never. Um, that would so never. I want to. I want to yeah. be like you know. I want us to. Like I think there's so yeah. much when you're dealing with these issues with people. Because I'm like you, brother Phil Trent. We face them every single day. We get calls every single day. Yeah. And I mean, I'm. I just like. Every time, I, every time I face a situation like this, I'm like, God, you got to give me wisdom. Give me the guidance. And what you just said, let me be led by the Spirit. Because at the right. end of the day, we have to find this somehow this balance to where, like you said, God is ultimately in control. And he will take what the enemy meant for evil right. and turn it for his good. But also, you know, not everything that happens is because we sinned or we made a mistake yeah. or something like that. So it's just, and I think, the enemy it's just not doing. every time yep. that what the devil started that God turns it around either. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, um, you know, that's my confession. When, what the devil meant for harm, God will turn to my good. But I, I, I don't see that in every situation. Well, if it is, I think Romans said, if you are, if you love God and are called according to His purpose. But well, now what, this young lady that called me that had the five-month-old in her hands, and we we took the baby and we we had a burial service, and I told them, I said, listen find out what what happened make sure you're doing everything you can do and within your power to see that this don't happen again and have another baby come on don't 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 think this is the end well yeah. they got the one of the purdest i wish i could send you a picture of <laughs> a little little child about 18 months old and as mm-hmm. cute as a button i'm telling you this is the cutest little thing and so, thank God, they found out. The doctor told them that this is what we believe happened here, and there was a vitamin that she could take to, you know, something she could take an herbal thing she could take to help her to keep that from happening. So, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta work with God. You got to yep. do your part, and we know He'll do His part, of yep. course. And. Uh, I love y'all very much. I, I know people get tired of hearing my voice. So I don't no, think I love so. y'all very much. All right, love God you guys. God bless. Have a wonderful day. You too. You too. Bye-bye. All righty. Um, yeah, and and just for that right there, I am going to be more careful with that because I understand what he's saying, where he's coming from there, you know, about God's in control. And I'm going to share something that happened to me yesterday, and I'm not going to share any names or anything, but this person close to me real close to me and i asked that person i said you know you you used to you know go sunday school and all these things and uh they told me said well when my stepdad was hitting on me and doing all these things i asked him to come and make it go away and he didn't so i just lost all my faith you know that's been several years ago you know this person is old older now uh and uh, and yeah i i try to witness to them and uh and that's what uh, they finally told me you know and uh, they cut up and they they smile all the time you know and i was just talking about this earlier today you know when people walk around with smiles on their face and you don't know what's behind that smile you know i mean it may look good on the surface but they can be covering up things and 
So, Brother Trent, if you're listening still, I I'm, I am going to be very careful in how I use that, and I, I appreciate you bringing that aspect, uh, that uh, camera angle, you know, if you want, you know, that way of looking at it. And I will be more uh, deliberate in in that aspect of God being in control, because there's certain things that we just don't understand. Yeah, you know. But I do think it's a bigger topic to discuss because, um, yep. you know, Job, yep. Job's a pretty hard book to get around on some things. Yep. And then even Job at the end of his life, you know, he got to the point where he had so much trust in the father. Even if yep. you slay me yet, will I praise thee. And, and see, um, my, I'll bless thee. So, and again, I don't want to, I want to be very respectful in, in what I'm saying, but my, uh, my view is that this world here is temporary and everything in it uh, is temporary. And it, and it says that we are to love God more than our own uh, parents or, you know, or well, however that is. We have to, we, God has to be number one. And uh, regardless of what we see and regardless of what we feel, regardless of what we, uh, because we just can't understand things. We don't know why things happen, you know, and, and we just don't have the answers, but he does. In the end, he does. And if we're faithful to him, and if we're trusting in him, he is the way to life, you know. And and it, yeah, I, that's a tough. That's a tough one. I am going to be very careful from now on with after this conversation. How, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's I started. I didn't know that topic was going to go into all of that, yeah. but. Um, I, I think I should have used probably a different word, the control. I didn't realize there was so much uh, depth and other connotations to that word. Um, but basically, you know, in the context of what this scripture was talking about in God being our protector, him mm-hmm. being our defender, him being for a Christian, yeah. not like I'm talking about believers. That That's what the context was in this, yeah. in this uh, scripture. Um, but basically that, what we've talked about that he is stronger than any darkness that surrounds me because at this point I'm a believer. The Holy spirit has ownership of me. The, the darkness doesn't. And so that's kind of the context that we were talking about. Um, but I will try to be more careful with my words to make sure that it's not confusing. Well, I, you know, but I'm glad, I'm glad he brought that up uh, and that way, because I never looked at it that way either, you know? And, uh, because I can see, I mean, how, you know, to, just like that person I'm talking about, that, you know, that their their stepdad beat on him all the time, and, and he cried out and nothing happened, you know. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's... Yeah, and I would never want someone to yeah think, you know, and it, that God is causing Exactly, anything. you know, and I, I don't know, you and know... in my I, prayer, like, I knew that God wasn't causing any of the thoughts I was having um, yeah. that... I knew that they weren't from him because I have the Holy Spirit. Um, and in that context, it was more of like a mental struggle, not really a physical struggle. Yep. Um, but I know that a lot of people go through physical battles and things that are actually hurting them physically yeah. um, and emotionally. And, um, yeah, I would never it, want anyone to think that God yeah. caused, God desires for them to go through pain. Yeah. But the truth is that sin, universal sin, created these things yeah um and it's like a ripple effect and god never wanted sin to take place in the take place in uh, in the beginning so he definitely doesn't desire any of that 
or cause yeah. any of it. <clears throat> and, and this is, goes back to Peter. It's one of my favorite verses. Grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this right here is another a growing experience for us, you know, another way uh, of a, a terminology that we used all the time, but we never looked at it in that aspect, you know, that Brother Trent brought up. And uh, that's how we can grow and be more fruitful, you know, if we can, uh, you know, just uh, be more mindful of the different situations that, that we may or may not have any experience about or, or not even know about, you know. Uh, but if we can, yeah. I, I, I just think, think I think it's a topic that yeah. needs to be unpacked and probably studied into a lot yeah. more um, because I do think, though, that I, I mean, I'm not a – I know when me and Heather walked through what we just walked through a yeah. few months ago, if we didn't have the fact that we believe that God is sovereign yeah. and that God was going to fight for us and not against us yeah. and that – um, he would see us through all things and he was working when we didn't even know he was working yeah. and he was doing things when we didn't even know he needed to do things. Yeah. Um, you know, my heart is at peace. Well, and when we had our first child in the hospital and I was a 23 year old young man and he is sitting there in NICU and I'm three o'clock in the morning. Nobody's up there with me. First, we already lost our first child in the womb. Other first child sitting there and the doctor comes up to you and says, if your child lives, and that's pretty much what it starts with, the only thing that I had in that moment was that God is good and God is for me, yeah. and that I believe that God is sovereign. However everything works out, I'm not, a, I'm, not an expert on, I'm not an expert, I'm not God, but I do know this, he was there with me. Yeah. And I knew that I was going to get through everything that was going to face me, regardless of what happened, because he was with me. And uh, we can get into theological things. And I'm trying not to get theological this morning because we can go really well, deep with this. And uh, here's uh, here's uh, because my view does not has not changed, but my approach is changed after having this conversation. Okay, because um, just like you, we have this the peace and we understand he's sovereign in these things. But our approach. Because because we don't want to be a stone block. Uh, we want uh, this because uh, we're free. To this it's not you know uh, doesn't mean it's expedient. Uh, however, what is it Paul says? I can't. Uh, he's done. but any which way I, I uh, uh, this because this is uh, uh, I'm free for this. It's not expedient or whatever. For but I can't remember how he's worded. But any which way I my view has not changed, but my. My approach definitely, definitely will be changed from this conversation, you know, and uh, because I still, you know, I don't, I cannot explain why bad things happen. But I can't say that Satan has any power greater than God. I can't say that because uh, uh, Satan can only do, he has to ask God what to do. He can't, he can't do anything that God does not allow him to do. And that is bad. That's bad. You know, and, and then to think that about God, but I have to be careful in my approach because not everybody sees it that way. And and I I don't want to be a stumbling block to somebody. And mm. it, 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 you understand well, what I'm saying? So I don't like, I mean, me. Because I see where he's saying this. Sure. I can see his uh, side of that. 
Yeah. You know, to say God allowed this to happen that, and then be mad at God, I can yeah. I can totally see yeah. that, but that's I'm, not the case at all. I mean, me and Greg's pretty honest with each other, and yeah. if we disagree each other, we just say it because yeah. at the end of the day, we still have a tremendous amount of respect and honor and love for each other. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I probably, like, I, I walk all this territory really carefully because I know yep. it's a very difficult territory to navigate. Yeah. Because you're navigating some very hard situations. But I get this kind of questions all the time. So we try to navigate them the best we can. And I try to read into each situation. So I would yep. rather never do a blanket statement. I want to do yep. a, I'd rather be personal specific. And, and specific situation yep. and walk through that. Um, the only, like, one of the biggest things I probably would uh, probably disagree on is I don't think he does need the evil to show his likeness, though. Yeah. But I do think that because evil existed, because Lucifer re- Lucifer really committed the first sin. It really wasn't Adam and Eve. As for humanity, mm-hmm. Adam and Eve did. But Lucifer initiated sin. Uh, and we can go back to there because he was... Uh, we can go even deeper with that because the seed had to be planted in him. Mm-hmm. And God created everything. If it's if it's here, God created it. And nothing gets created. Well, I don't think I don't think evil was created. I think I think evil is sin is just the disobedience of God. And so there was this thing that rised up in Lucifer that said, I don't yeah. want to do that. That's I want to be proud. That's what I'm but saying. But I don't think God did that. Well, here's the deal. And here's what here's my perspective on this because Jesus is a lamb slain before the foundation of the world for humanity. Okay. But so, not for Lucifer. Well, we wrestle not against powers and principalities or uh, flesh and blood, but power. So it had to be established before we but, got here. But Jesus. Or else Jesus would Well, but that would have been for the foundation of the world. So that could have been after lucifer fell that was not saying before eternity began because eternity has already been he was just saying before the foundation of the world before the world was created lucifer so i mean satan and lucifer and the fallen angels would have fallen to the ground to the earth because he saw satan fall like lightning but i don't think like jesus being crucified was not for lucifer sin no it's not jesus being crucified was for our sins yeah and where does our sins come from it's not from the flesh is it well, our sins come because we add them, and then we then we have we choose to sin. Satan never makes yeah. us sin. Yeah, but he, Satan yeah. cannot make me sin. But he plants the seed. The he he seed tries. He tempts and, tree and he provokes good and evil. Yeah, um, and we choose. Yep. But we choose. Yep. But it's our sin oh, yeah. that he died for. Because um, mm-hmm. Satan or Lucifer and He's, the fallen angels have no possibility of. No. Um, they are condemned. Um, and so I don't know. This is a really big topic. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it definitely is it a could big go topic. real deep. <laughs> um, and yeah. so, um, but I do, you know, I I appreciate. I, we're getting a lot of texts. Um, and so I've been trying to keep an eye on. You know, one listener said God sent the storm after Jonah. Um, so I mean, there is points in the scripture where God did things, and then there are some points in the scripture where God's saying other things. So yeah. I, I think that I think now this is the thing I learned about theology because I do love theology. Yeah. And I mean, um, systematic, biblical, anything like I love theology. Um, I can nerd out if you let me. Yeah. Me but, too. I'm but, with <laughs> um, but every time we think we can box God in on something, he'll blow yeah. the box off, blow it out of the water. And so yeah. every time we think I've got it figured out, blow it out of there. He'll blow it out. Every time. 
<laughs> and um, I mean, I've I'm a novice. Like I'm not I'm not afraid to say it. I've I've only I've been studying the word for about 18 years now, and I feel like I'm just I, I don't I feel like I'm just I we feel get, like I'm just getting past the top layer of soil. Well, my thing is, the more you study, the more you realize you don't know. And and I don't know that if we study our entire life that on earth that we can even scratch the surface of the depth of the word because it's so um it's I don't know. I can't We just explain have it. to trust. Yeah. Well, we just have to That's trust it. God and we have to know that he's good because in every single scripture, in every single circumstance, his character is it doesn't ever change. He's good in every single circumstance. Every no single matter day. what he's done, no matter <clears throat> how he's handled situations, we have to trust that his word is true and that he's good. Yeah. Um, and that was really, and that he's all powerful. I yeah. mean, he is more powerful than Satan. He's more powerful yeah. than this world. I'm not saying that he makes everything happen. And really that was never the, that wasn't even the topic of the conversation. Yeah. It just somehow um, turned or it somehow sparked a conversation yeah. into that. But the whole, the whole point for our, for us to remember and take away is that he's good. He's trustworthy. He's for us. He's for us and for yeah. us and not against us. Yeah. He will walk. If we are a believer, the Holy Spirit lives in us. We have communion with him. He's going to walk through with us through everything. Yeah. And um, in this world, you will have tribulation. It's uh, Jesus told us this. You will have tribulation in this world. And no matter what happens, we were never promised that. Uh, I mean, Jesus walked through things. The disciples yep. walked through things. Everyone in the Bible walked through things. Yep. Job walked through things. So he we're says, never, I don't think that we're ever just exempt to live a a perfect yep. life. And I'm not blaming that on Jesus or yep. on God either. Yep. But the, what that scripture was is saying is that he will uphold us. Yep. He will be there with us. He will walk through things with us. Yep. And I think that's the most important thing to focus on. Because yep. that's Jesus. the... That's the center of what Jesus did, his sacrifice for us, him restoring communion with us and the Father. That's the whole, um, I think, the central takeaway of everything. Yeah, Jesus says that in this world you'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Put your trust in, in him and focus on him. He will pull you through whatever situation as long as you can trust in him. He is the way. Yeah. There is no other way. There is nothing else to trust in. There is nothing else to believe in. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And even though, um, even though God isn't making uh, people act a certain way and choose certain behaviors and yeah. do certain things to us, um, we Jesus made a way so that even when we're walking through those things, like Aaron and Heather, or like Aaron was talking about with him and Heather. Jesus made it to where no matter what we're experiencing in the natural, we can have a supernatural peace if we're born again and we have a relationship with him. And that's, I think that's the whole, like the Isaiah 41, like, even though in that, you know, the Lord was talking about, um, actually destroying their enemies, Yeah. but he destroys our enemies in the natural and the, and the supernatural. He destroyed yep. like, even if our enemies are continuing to come against us, we have a, a secret place with him in the midst of it. So we, it, it doesn't consume us and overtake us. Yeah. Like when we were unbelievers. 
So I think that's the most important takeaway that we can have that secret place with him. We can have that intimacy, intimacy, intimacy with him, no matter what we're walking through. Yeah. It's definitely, it's not easy. And I, I never want to minimize what people yeah. are walking through because it's just, it, just like what Aaron was saying with his, with his little one, you know, he was always in that space that you're talking about here. That's where Aaron, he, it was his dwelling place. That's the right. only place you had, right? That's, well, Philip said, Brother Philip said, um, Jesus never gave anyone an answer. Well, you just don't know. Father is sovereign, you know. Jesus knew what his father was all about and cast out every devil and healed yeah. everyone who came to him in faith and some who had some doubt. Yeah. And I'm going to, whenever we lost our baby in the womb, I never got an answer why. I never had an answer why. He also didn't get healed. Heather Heather was preserved, but the baby still died. Yeah. The baby never came. And so, like, what I'm thinking in this, though, it, it's almost like, well, because of my unbelief, was the baby not healed? Was the baby not come in? You know, I didn't – and I, I'm not looking for an answer for why all this happened. Yeah. What I know is that I got a peace in my heart that God is ferociously good. Yes. God is absolutely amazing. I'm going to meet this baby. This is our second miscarriage. I'm going to meet this baby in the one. I mean, in heaven one day. Yeah. And at the, I don't, I myself, I don't feel like it's just, you know, Jesus just telling me, well, I'm good. And you just got to, I just, I'm at this point in my life to where I walk with him. And I'm just trusting him. Like, yeah. is there frustration sometimes? Sure. Like, is there? Yeah, the is flesh there, is going to be I the mean, flesh. My, yes, my brand new van lighting up yesterday, <laughs> a year and a half ago, I would have been a wreck. Yeah. I'd have been, I'd have been like casting out things. I'd probably put oil on it. I'd been freaking out. I'd been anxious. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to buy a new car. I wouldn't even do. It. I wouldn't even drove it off. But there at that moment, I was like, you know, the devil has no grip. He has no. It's going to be all right. Like, I have faith. I have trust. I'm just trusting in him. And I just kept driving the van. And before I, like when I say I, before we got home, every single light was turned off. <laughs> there you go. And, and I mean, he was just letting his light shine. I get, I would not, <laughs> my car dash was shining. The light was shining for ferocious. It wasn't just shining, it was blinking. Yeah. It was, it was winking at me. Yeah. It was flexing its bicep at me. <laughs> um, but, and I mean, I don't know, like, I'm not saying that God took the baby, I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. All I know is that the only peace I had is that he's with me. And that's the main thing. And, right there, and I didn't, I didn't yeah. like sit there like when we got when we got back to the doctor's office and said, Heather's when's the last time you ate? Yeah. And I knew at that moment she was going into surgery. And I knew if she was going into surgery, it was never going to be good. Yeah. But my first reaction was not a freak out. My first reaction was, God, you are so good. And I know whatever you're doing. It's going to be good. And I know whatever's going on around me, you're going to fight for us and you're going to turn mm -hmm. it for our good. And I just had this faith and this peace and this rest. And then we came to find out that my wife's fallopian tube had exploded three days prior and she should have been blind, at least bleeding to the point where she can't stand up or bleeding to death at that moment. Yeah. And um, somehow a supernatural clot had stopped the blood flow. And it, the clot never even moved after during surgery. The, to, the tube came out of her body, and the clot was still there. 
That's how good my God is. So what the enemy meant for evil, God turned around for his good. And then we had an opportunity to meet a waitress yesterday who went through a miscarriage and we was able to speak peace and rest to her situation and tell her much Jesus loves her regardless mm-hmm. of the situation around her. And we could speak to her away that nobody else can because we had walked through it. Yeah. Um, and that's just like, I don't really know. I don't know all the answers. I don't know how to, I don't know how to gather all the theological persuasion and yes, our sin causes things. Our choice yep. causes. I, I know that yep. without a doubt. But I also know at the end of that that's just where my 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 rest is in Him, and my trust is in Him. And I don't know how. I don't know if I'm articulating that poorly, and I'm not doing it to insinuate anything. I just know what I walk through right there is Him, and and I just I want to stay in that place in Him because it's a beautiful place, and, and it's a place of peace and rest. And would you consider that a test? Would you consider that a test? You know, uh, we just talked about there can't have a testimony without a test or a trial. You know, and it says that I will place my testimony in you. Um, I, really I don't, don't have all the answers either. I, I, you know, I really don't think the answer is that important of what caused it, who caused it. Like, I mean, I think if yeah. sin did cause something, the Holy Spirit yeah. is going to reveal it so that yeah. there can be a a change in repentance but other than that i mean really if we're looking for who caused what then a lot of times we're just looking for somebody to blame yeah it's the, well, i mean i want to know if, i mean if i open a door i want to know it i just know at this point i when i walk through it that's that's my only testimony i can come out is that there was every i mean i this is we've lost a baby we all i mean our first son was basically dead when he got to the hospital and I don't know how else to relate this other than this, like, I had a peace I could not deserve. Hmm. I had a peace I could not create. And where I should have been, and I was a wreck. I mean, like, I was upset. <laughs> Rightful so, you're a wreck. But I, I don't. can't imagine. I don't, like, I'll tell you how good God is. And I know, like, we got to go here in a second. But this is how good God is. I'm sitting there, and I'm just, I do have a peace. I'm like, God, you know what you're doing. I'm praying. I mean, I remember sitting by my little baby's bed that night um, as soon as they let me go back in there and they did the emergency surgery and he's he's unconscious, he's in a coma and all this kind of stuff. But I'm sitting there and I'm just kind of weeping and crying. And I remember this young doctor who I couldn't tell you how probably busy that was that night comes up to me and takes a rocking chair and sits next to me and he starts to put his arm around me and he rocks with me. And he just he's almost holding me at that moment. And I know without a shadow of a doubt that it was the father using that guy to give me his embrace. And I know that in that moment, as bad as everything else was around me, the father was still embracing. The father was still loving. Yeah. The father was still protecting. The father was still guiding. And and I don't know what caused all that. I don't I'm not saying God did it. I'm not I don't I'm I don't know what happened. I just know at that moment I knew God was good and that God was for me. And at that point, I just knew, like, God's going to work everything. And I, and you, people may say, well, Aaron, what about us who maybe didn't make it at that moment? I, I still have no other choice but to say that, you know, trust in God. God's good. Like, and because and, I've, I've had situations that go my way. I've had people that did die. I've had people do this and and sin, sin is horrific. None of this would be happening without sin. And this is what Jesus came to conquer. Like there's going to come a day when sin is no more. 
There's going to come a day when death is no more. There's going to come a day when cancer is no more. There's yep. going to come a day when we don't have diabetes no more. There's going to come a day when we don't we don't even perceive what evil is because evil is completely absent and there is no darkness because light is completely shining. There is coming that day. But Paul said this, I don't let these temporal sufferings compare to the eternal glory that is awaiting on us. And as See, hard as... For me, that, that's a... Like he was holding you with his hand at yeah. that point. Yeah. Like upholding you. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm no, not, I, agree. I, to me, it wasn't like, um, brother Philip said, it's best not to consider it a test. That means God was in on it. I don't consider it. A, I don't know if he's talking about that or another statement, but I said, that's, uh, he's but, talking to me. Yeah, I mean, I understand. it yeah. was just not a, for me, it's just, I don't know. That was my testimony, yeah. and I know we got to go. We got to um, we got to get some other people in there. But um, we got actually. Um, let's see. It's Thursday morning. Uh, we got Brother Philip Trent getting ready to come on here in just a minute, and so I, I want to do this. We usually don't do this, but um, somebody just for one minute pray us out. I just want us to pray us out. Not um, we we're out of time almost, but just do a under minute prayer. Somebody pray us out. You Go ahead, Hannah. You're the prayer warrior. All right. Thank you, Lord, for this morning, God. Thank you for your um, goodness. Thank you for your love. Thank you that no matter what we walk through, um, you are with us through it. And I just pray for anyone who um, is not born again, Lord, if they've been feeling the stirring, if they've been feeling um, the Spirit draw them, that they would make that decision and surrender to your goodness and uh, let you change them and transform them and repent and change their, their ways, Lord. But I just ask that you would be with each and every person who's been through a hard uh, season, a painful situation, God, that you would bring the comfort that I know that you can bring and the peace that surpasses all understanding. And we thank you for being so good and so trustworthy. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you guys. We'll be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. Central Time here on Mornings of Box 2 Radio on the Box 2 Radio Network.